Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Lane Kiffin, Mississippi head football coach, got Alabama coming up this weekend. Lane will join us coming up. The big news is out of the NFL, and we have more positive tests. The Tennessee Titans have another player unidentified who tested positive this morning. This puts Sunday's game between the Bills and Titans in jeopardy. The Titans were expected to return to their facility today. That can't happen now. Stephon Gilmore, the great defensive back for the Patriots, tested positive. Patriots learned of the result. Gilmore underwent additional tests and a rerun. The NFL standard protocols that confirmed he is a new positive case. The Broncos are scheduled to visit New England on Sunday. Back to the Titans. You already had one game postponed with the Steelers. And now we have a showdown with the Bills that might be in jeopardy. Well, it is in jeopardy right now. And you get to the point where the contingency plans, we've talked about the back end of the schedule. Can you add a couple of extra weeks? Are you going to add a couple of extra weeks just because the Titans have had two games that have been postponed? And then you're going to say to the Steelers and Buffalo Bills, hey, you guys got to play those extra weeks that we have. I don't know how many standalone games you're going to have. But we're going into week five right now. And I think it's pretty remarkable that just week five, and I was told, you know, midway through the season or the latter part of the season, that's when you're going to have players 
who go a little rogue here. If you're out of the playoff chase, I don't know if it gets better. I was also told at the you know at the start of the season that teams were going were looking at uh, being in a bubble in a hotel. So when you're at home, let's say the Buccaneers, they're in a hotel, and you're just trying to bubbleize your team. I don't know if they go back to that. I don't know if that is a possibility for some of these teams, but if I'm the NFL, everything's got to be on the table right now. And certainly, can you put your team... See, I thought the Saints were going to be the first team that was going to do this. And speaking of the Saints, the Saints reportedly are flying to Indianapolis for contingency plans because there's a hurricane that's headed that way. The Saints have a game on Monday night against the Chargers. And they want to see if they can play the Monday night game against the Chargers in Indianapolis. Other than that, everything's going great. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock and also listening on our now 375 radio affiliates around the country. If you'd like to get in touch, you can. You can dial us up. Our Twitter handle at DP Show and email address dp at danpatrick.com. Lakers beat the Heat barely, 102 96. They're up three games to one. And give credit to Anthony Davis for his defense last night on Jimmy Butler. You had some other players who came up big. Caldwell Pope had some big shots. Uh, Rondo with a couple of big plays there, but that's what you need in a game like this. Uh, Miami played well and had some contributions from uh, some other players aside from Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, still, and Bam Adebayo came back, but still without Goran Dragic. Braves-Astros raised Dodgers win four games later today and tonight. And I think those are the headlines. McLevin, poll question before we get to Lane Kiffin. Will the NFL have the Super Bowl on February 7th as scheduled, or will it be pushed back? 50-50. People are undecided. They don't know. I think, you know, this is fluid. This is ongoing right now, and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen by week 10, 12, 14. Does it get better? Does it get worse? And how many teams are going to have games postponed? Do we get to a point where the NFL hands out forfeits? You know, and maybe if, if you're looking at a team right now, Tennessee would be on that short list where they might be looking and saying, look, we can't help you. And, and then how do you penalize a team if, if somebody tests positive? You know, the Kansas City Chiefs, they played the New England Patriots. What if somebody on Kansas City tests positive? You know, Stephon Gilmore tested positive. Anybody else on the team going to test positive? And the Chiefs, by all reports so far, nobody has tested positive. Yes, McLovin. Actually, the Chiefs, you remember their practice squad QB had it last week. Jordan Tamu, the guy who is uh, mimicking Cam Newton. Tested oh. positive. They had a positive test last week on the practice squad. Butin slowed them down. Uh, this program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Do you suffer from lead foot? Do uh, goosebumps appear for no reason? Stop living with uninspired performance. Visit mbusa.com slash AMG. Find out if a Mercedes-AMG coupe, sedan, or SUV is right for you. Mercedes-AMG. Driving performance. Mississippi beat Kentucky in overtime. Lost their first game to uh, the fourth-ranked Florida Gators. He's Lane Kiffin, who uh, has Alabama coming to town. Coach, how you feeling today? Great, Dan. How are we doing? Uh, I'm doing fine because I'm basically in my own little bubble here. But uh, how are you guys surviving all of this with, uh, you know, all the protocols you have to go through? Uh, We're doing well. Our players have done a great job. You know, we had a number of cases early on. um, And then uh, I think three weeks in a row now, uh, we've been perfect. And that's a lot of people. That's not just like the NFL. I mean, you got 
you got hundreds of people you're testing throughout your whole building. So um, our, our guys have done a great job. How has this affected how you've prepared your team or coaching your team? Uh, it hasn't much now. Uh, early on in camp, you know, we were really worried because we were getting people, so changing positions, teaching people multiple spots and things like that. Um, but hopefully we can stay, stay how we are now. I know, and I just mentioned what's happening in the NFL. And the NFL has all the money, do all the testing, and they're still very vulnerable here. How vulnerable do you feel college football is this season? Yeah, we're, we're way worse on that, obviously, because first off, we're not dealing with professional adults. So, you know, we're dealing with kids that, you know, go to parties, go out on the town, and um, they're college kids. So um, it's very difficult, you know, because you look around, people say, oh, well, they just social distance. They're, well, hardly anybody's social distancing. I mean, I see pictures all the time, or if you drive around, you know, you know, there's a lot of people out there, adults, that act like this isn't even going on, let alone kids. What do you tell your uh, your players about uh, Nick Saban in Alabama? Um, just talk to them about you know that you know this is you know best team in the country, probably coach's best team he's ever had. You know, with no holes in it. So you got to play perfect. You got to prepare really well um, and do everything right in order to have a chance to win. Last time you corresponded with him, you text him. Uh, he doesn't text, so that that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> He I told me it. he just got email, Lane. There's no way he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody somebody is doing it for him, but he said due to COVID, he decided he was going to get email. He just got email. Wow. <laughs> what? <that> Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you talked to him? Uh, we were um, at an S before COVID. We were at a uh, head coaches meeting um, for the SEC um, and, and talked to him there. But you, you're going against Alabama, but you're going against Nick Saban, right? Well, <laughs> I don't play and he doesn't play, so um, we, we'd, we'd have better chances if that was the case, I think. I, think. <laughs> I don't think he can cover me. He's got, he's got a bad <laughs> well, I don't know. He's a former defensive back, so he might be able to cover you. Yeah, he's in his, he's in his like... <laughs> I was told the other day, I'm, I'm really worried about Coach. You know, he's elderly now, you know. So oh, worried, no. Oh, worried no. Uh, stay safe. And not having that home field advantage, how big is I mean, you have home field, but is it an advantage here? No, it's not. Um, th- th- that's changed, and we went on the road last week, and um, <clears throat> very different. You know, we were at Alabama and lost two regular season games. They were both told Miss. One was right here, um, and the stadium was rocking that day. And so uh, that's too bad we don't have that. And, uh, you know, when you start to look at all those players that you were around at Alabama, who's the best player that you were around when you were at Alabama? Uh, I think that's a coin toss between Derrick Henry and Amari Cooper. Um, it was awesome. Those guys both had, you know, Heisman, Blitnikoff, record-breaking years that still stand. Um, but they're like the hardest-working guys on the team, too, with no ego. You know, that's why they're so great. Just really cool Florida kids that came up to Bama to be great. Speaking of Florida, how good's that quarterback? Really good, but not as good as that tight end. Jeez. <laughs> I know. Golly. We, we, we still don't cover him. We're double covering him. Yeah, you seem wide open, Coach. Yeah, and we were in double coverage, and he's wide open. <laughs> What's tougher, to coach in the SEC or recruit in the SEC? Uh, I think recruit. You know, it's just nonstop. You know, if you aren't nonstop recruiting, um, don't matter all the <clears> – <throat> all the X's O's you can draw up. 
you know, I know it's an old saying, but this thing's about Jimmy and Joe's in this conference and always has been. And so it's why you see totally different styles work offensively, defensively. But at the end of the day, none of it works without players. So you've got to have good players. And when you don't, you get exposed really fast. And you see that. Give me your favorite recruiting story. Uh, I don't know that I – oh, I – um, I was an assistant. I was a recruiting coordinator for Pete Carroll, so I would plan the trips where we were going to go, and you know, had the top recruits in, in around the country that I had to go recruit. And so, Tim Tebow, I was on Tebow, and I was kind of like, I used to think we could sign everybody, you know, no matter what. So, um, me and Ogeron always said that we'll, we'll go get them no matter what, Coach. So, I go down there, see Tebow, then so I fly co- Coach across the country. You know, we get there, we start driving. He's like, "Where are we? Like, we're in the middle of nowhere out in Jacksonville." He's like. Why is this kid going to come to USC? I'm like, coach, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. And we pull up to the farm that they live on, and there's a Florida Gator mailbox. <laughs> used to walk in. There's a Florida Gator map right there. <laughs> and uh, turns to me. He's like, he's like, why are you wasting my time right now? <laughs> uh, uh, and we stayed for like four hours. Great family. His dad, Bob, and everybody and brother were there. And so. Um, he goes, oh, that was a really enjoyable four hours. Um, so where's the next quarterback we're going to go try to get? Oh, God. Did you think you had a chance? I did. He came out for an official visit. Uh, I think we beat UCLA that day or something in a big win and uh, took him out that night to the beach uh, to dinner. And, um, you know, I used to kind of think we were going to get everybody. So um, maybe Tim, Tim says we came in second place, if so that counts. Did uh, Coach O advise you not to take the Ole Miss job? No, not at all. Um, uh, you know, the, he's seen the, this place, you know, five years ago, they won the Sugar Bowl here. So um, it's not like we're trying to do something that's never happened before, you know. And so, you know, they've played well. Like I said, they beat us twice at Alabama, the only team to do that. Have you been to a tailgate there at Ole Miss? I have not. And they don't have them. That is shut down. So oh. I, oh. A lot of we're looking forward to that, you know, family, friends that had never been here and had heard about it. So uh, the Grove is shut down also. Yeah, you guys always win the tailgate. You may not win the SEC, but you win the SEC tailgate. I have heard that. Yeah. Well, have fun this weekend. And uh, you got any surprises for uh, Coach Saban? Um, I, I don't know. We're going to need everyone that we can. I think we're like 50-point underdogs. <laughs> You're not 50-point underdogs. Well, Dan, <laughs> the average score is like 63 to 13 the last third combined, so that's 50 points. So. McLovin, would you check and see what kind of underdogs Mississippi is to Alabama? Yeah, he's right. It's 50-something right now. No, I'm just kidding. No. No, it's not 50. If probably, you, it's probably like 24 and a half or something. It's 23 and a half, Coach. For enter, yeah, entertainment purposes only. 23 and a half. I'm okay. taking all. I'm taking Mississippi in the twenty-three and a half. All right, let's go. <laughs> I don't. I'm hey, allowed hey, to. I'm, I. I can talk about this. You can't talk about this. No, take take the money line. It'd probably be like plus plus one million. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking Mississippi straight up against Alabama. The money line. Let's go. All righty. All right. If I win, I'll share the money with you. Okay. I don't think that's legal. No. Okay. I won't do that then. Uh, uh, thanks, Coach. Good to talk to you. All right, Dan, have a good week. That's Lane Kiffin. <laughs> I'm going to have a good week. I don't know if he's going to have a good week. Yes, boy. It is so good to have him back in oh the SEC God. on behalf of everybody. You got him and Mike Leach. Uh, you know, it was kind of devoid of personality there. You know, Saban's wonderful, but, you know, you're not going to get 
quotes like, although you got D's nuts out of uh, Coach Saban. So uh, that's one thing. Yeah, 23 and a half there. Good luck with that. And I, I like how he says this might be Nick's best team he's ever had. It always feels like every year it's, uh, this might be the best team he's ever had. Yes, McLevin. That receiver, like well, all the receivers come through, but Jalen Waddle, oh my God, like how can he be that good? It's crazy. And, and Trask they... is, it looks like he's pretty good too. The quarterback? Oh, no. Uh, Jalen Waddle at Alabama, I mean. Oh, he, I thought you yeah. oh. oh, Kyle Pitts, the receiver at. Um, at Florida. Uh, the tight end receiver. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But how does Alabama, like, how are these teams getting so many wide receivers? Well, Alabama collects them. You know, they just, that that's, you know, where, this is what Kentucky basketball used to be. Kentucky went out and you had players trying to recruit Kentucky. Now, this is back in the 70s and, uh, and 80s that players would say, I want to go to Kentucky. They just picked whoever they wanted to have. And... You know, they were very lucky. I'm sure UCLA was like this with John Wooden back in the late 60s and early 70s. But when you have a program where the player wants to come to you, see, they had to try to recruit Tim Tebow. And Tebow was not going to leave Florida and go to USC. He, he, was, re, he was recruiting Florida. He wanted to go to Florida. And when you get that, when players want to come to play for you, Boy, it's a whole lot easier than, I mean, Lane Kiffin can go in there and go into a, a living room, and if Coach O's already been in there and Saban's already been in there, why bother? You got no shot there. If Georgia, Kirby Smart goes in there, you got no shot. And it goes back to what I told you that a source said to me. If these programs want to get a player, no matter where that player is, these elite programs will somehow get that player. Somehow get that player. Some way. Yes, Paul. You want to bet uh, Ole Miss money line this weekend versus Bama? I think we collectively have to. There's a lot of upside there. Okay. I think 100 bucks will win you at least $800. i am checking the boards. It may be like 1300 money line. Hmm. I'm in. I just hope Coach doesn't get in <laughs> trouble for that exchange. Seaton, how much money you got? Well, I just had twenty dollars next to me, so I threw down twenty, but I gotta run to the ATM. All right. So we're putting a hundy on the money line. No, I, I can't do this. Don't no, I can't. I can't gamble. I for, can't. For coach came on. I I know, but if Nick Saban is, called in and tell us to take the under, we would do it. <laughs> That's true. If he said that I would. Uh but this is the gateway drug, I told you. How about we bet it? Yeah, but then I know you... Uh, Plus 1,200. Let's go. <laughs> okay. It would be the bet of the year. To... Publicly, I'm not going to bet. Got it. All right. I know. You're giving me the wink, right? Entertainment no, purposes my... only. Yes. Then. That's it. Okay. No big deal. All right. I feel you. No, I'm not winking. I got you. My eyes are wide open. I'm not winking. $1,000. No. Right, right. We'll hear from uh, Aaron Rodgers when we come back. I hope he tells us uh, to get loose on the game this weekend. No, put... he's got a bye week. Oh, but he can give us picks. No, I don't think he's in a mood to give picks. I, he's mad at the media somehow. Like Nobody ever names names, do they? He did. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Matt, he was on McAfee's show yesterday. Well, wait, called... that's, I know. I got to build that up. Oh, see what? Are you new to this Not... industry? It's, it's called I a you're tease. Asking. No, no, I was, it was a rhetorical question. Oh, 18 after the hour. Aaron Rodgers comments after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Get a good night's sleep. 
I did, but I have an I have a home bed advantage here. Home field advantage. The uh, Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, proven quality sleep, game changing sleep. I get extra sleep just because of my bed. Save up to four uh, seven hundred dollars. $700 on select new Sleep Number 360 smart beds. Temperature balancing benefits so everybody sleeps just right. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. And you can shop your way. Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. And there's different things that you can do. You know, make sure you charge your phone outside of your bedroom. Read books in bed. Don't watch TV. Uh, start the day with a clear head. Surround yourself in silence for a couple of moments. Morning yoga, meditation, schedule monthly mental health days, truly log off. But when it's all said and done, the new Sleep Number 360 edition smart beds with the temperature balancing benefits save $700 on that bed. And you can go shop online at uh, sleepnumber.com slash Patrick or a Sleep Number store. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. And trending topics on social media. As well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Eddie Van Halen was 65. Once again, you listen for the guitar. First thing I would always listen for when Van Halen have a new album come out, I'd always listen for the guitar. It's always what brought me in, sucked me in, no matter who was going to be the lead singer there. But, uh, you know, as we pointed out, Slash with Guns N' Roses was like that. Jimmy Page was like, there's a, there's a lot of those great guitar players. Clapton, of course, but in, in a band, you know, because Clapton was solo there with a band, but it was still Clapton. And, uh, you know, Eddie Van Halen was not singing. He was just playing his guitar, but uh, passing away at the age of 65. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show on uh, Sirius Satellite Radio, uh, Mad Dog Channel. And uh, I think he's been on the last couple of weeks, kind of lets loose there with McAfee. And uh, he talked about his critics and what is a good year and a bad year for Aaron Rodgers. Every team is different. Every year is different. And, you know, circumstances in, in any year which allow you to have more success or, or make it more difficult for success just kind of depends on the situation. Um, it does help being in the second year, for sure. I feel a lot more comfortable. But, you know, I, I sometimes laugh when people talk about, you know, down years for me because a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. That was awesome. I am so happy you said that. Hey, it's just the facts, bro. I I apologize. I should have given you a forewarning, and I should have done that for my staff as well. Uh, It's quite a reaction to uh, Aaron Rodgers. We should start doing that. Is that what the kids are doing? Like when Lane Kiff and I say, what's the point spread? He goes, "Uh, I don't know. Is it 24? No! He's had it on! Although maybe we did. I kind of did. I don't want to go over the top like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, great year off to an unbelievable year. And maybe, I know we love to go, who's the MVP this week? <laughs> and also, he called out the media. And I think he, McAfee brought it up. And McAfee, of course, the former punter with the Colts. And, and uh, he's started off with a great media career. And uh, I think he called out Bleach Report because... You know, Rogers was talking about the story where he acts like he can't hear Matt LaFleur calling the play. And so he changed the play. And Aaron Rodgers says during the interview with McAfee, hey, I'm, I'm joking. But people just saw a headline or just heard a little bit of that or a clip. And then they went with it. And it's all of a sudden, here's Aaron Rodgers defying his head coach because the story was he would always do that to Mike McCarthy. He'd just basically say, I'm going to change the play. And now with Matt LaFleur, and then, oh, there's drama in Green Bay. Uh, you know, because leave it to the media to twist it around a little bit so it can work for whatever their motives are. But Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee talked about that. Yeah, Paul. And, and Rodgers pointed out that people don't listen to interviews. They just see a, like a partial transcript or whatever. It's like we just had Lane Kiffin on, the old Miss head coach. He's obviously goofing around with us, having some fun, poking Nick Saban, poking the betting. 
And he no, told- just if if you saw a headline, Kiffin says take the money line with us against Alabama. Right, that's a big deal. But if you hear in the context of me sort of prodding him a little bit there, or what's the point spread? I mean, he knew the point spread, by the way. Yeah, it's around 24 or something, and it turned out to be 23 and a half, and then I'm going to take it. And he's like, yeah, let's go. You know, he's having fun there. I go back to Steve Kerr. When Steve Kerr worked for the Phoenix Suns, he was a GM for the Phoenix Suns, and I had him on, and we joked about LeBron. Hey, are you going to try to bring in LeBron and give him the veterans minimum? And, and that comment right there cost him, I think, uh, $25,000. By the uh, commissioner, David Stern. He was joking, clearly joking, but there is no room for a sense of humor with some commissioners or in some sports. But I I don't want Lane Kiffin to get in. He's already in trouble. He's got Alabama coming to town. He doesn't need any more trouble than he's already got right in front of him. Uh, So that was uh, Aaron Rodgers there. And Rodgers loves to do that. Like he just loves to do that little snarky, let me just sit back. And uh, just remind everybody, hey, he's the one that plays at, in an organization that drafted his replacement. So not everybody was all in that Aaron Rodgers is going to be you know, great this year. And he was good last year. The team was 13-3. and three. I didn't think they were 13-3 and three worthy. And we saw that when they faced San Francisco. And I don't know how good they are this year. But he's doing everything you want in a quarterback. He's been perfect. And so are they, and they got a bye week here. And I love watching him play, but I still don't know, is there a great team in the NFC? That's my big question. Because it feels like we the AFC has a couple of great teams and some very good teams. I don't know how good San Francisco is. Seattle, I don't know how good they are. Green Bay, are they the, are the class of the NFC? Yeah, McLovin. Doesn't it kind of feel like there's going to be a Russell Wilson comeback, controversial pass interference in the last second of a playoff game and stuff? Like, they're going to be in that mix. Because they always hang around and then Russell does something. Yeah, but it's a different team this year because it's it's let Russell pass. And the defense, the secondary, has not been good at all. Now, they were better against Miami, but it is Miami. And, you know, they, they held him to field goals there or they would have lost that game. Uh, By the way, the uh, Washington football team, Kyle Allen will be the starter. Dwayne Haskins is not the backup. He's the third string quarterback. Alex Smith, who nearly lost a leg a couple of years ago. He's the backup to Kyle Allen. Yeah, yeah, Paul. It's good to know they're still the Redskins. Yeah, they they can change the name all they want. (laughs) This is classic Redskins. And once again, Daniel Snyder, he just, he somehow just has to survive like a week or two weeks when there's intense heat. Remember all the stuff going on with cheerleaders behind the scenes, guys getting fired, guys leaving. Hey, we're going to change the name, needs to change the name. Sponsors are all of a sudden going to abandon ship here. Uh, Minority owners are going to, they want out. And here we are. You got a coach who is. You know, battling cancer, taking cancer treatments, and he's the one that does the interviews. You got Dwayne Haskins, who the owner picked, handpicked in the draft, and now you are starting Kyle Allen, who came in with Ron Rivera from Carolina, and Alex Smith is the backup quarterback with this team. 
Amazing. All you do is just sort of – Daniel Snyder didn't do any interviews. I think he was on his yacht somewhere in France or somewhere. And he just didn't say anything. And then he survived because we thought the commissioner is going to step in. You know, there's all these reports. I was told – this is years ago, years ago, when Daniel Snyder realized he wanted to have this team in D.C. He didn't want to be in the suburbs. He wanted to be in D.C. And I was told by a reliable source. The NFL has told him, if you do want to relocate, you must change the name. You must change the name. Now, whether that happens, you know, that's, that's still up for discussion, I'm sure. But, you know, this is, that was something that was brought to my attention about what's going on with uh, Daniel Snyder. So, They've somehow survived. They're still a bad organization and a bad team. And uh, we'll probably, they'll probably be in the same situation next year. I also heard from a source yesterday because uh, I had somebody who was listening to the show and said, you know, you talked about Dabo Sweeney. Would Dabo go to uh, the Texans and coach Deshaun Watson? And Dabo came out and said, no, you know, that's, I'm not interested in doing that. And my thought is, if I'm Dabo Sweeney, do I want to – Hitch my wagon to Deshaun Watson, who's already got paid, you know, over $100 million. Or do I want to wait and see where Trevor Lawrence ends up? Because whoever gets Trevor Lawrence probably didn't have a very good year and probably will need a head coach. I still don't think Dabo Sweeney leaves Clemson. Uh, unless his ego gets in the way, and, he, and I understand that. You know, there was a time when I thought, hey, I, I, I want to work for NBC and leave ESPN. And this is at the peak of SportsCenter. And I realized that I, I wasn't ready for that. And uh, I'm glad I didn't go until I, I finally eventually went to NBC, leaving ESPN. But, um, you know, there's part of you that wants to keep proving yourself. Like, we were known as the SportsCenter guys, or you guys have that shtick. And I just kept saying, we're we could do your job too. Like we're, you know, we're no different. It's just, that's what we do on sports center. We do it every night. We do highlights, but you know, Keith and I, we, Oh, you guys have that shtick. I said, yeah. Okay. And that shtick. Not that that's stayed with me for a long time. You don't remember that. No, 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 no. But yes, McLaughlin. Is this before the radio show started where you were sort of at the peak of sports center? Yeah. Because I had an opportunity to go. And why did you say I peaked? Remember when That's Kevin Costner? Peak, oh, peak of Sports Center. Oh, oh, oh. Peak of Sports Center. Oh, okay. okay. No, but this is, um, I had a chance to go to NBC. And I had a chance to go to CBS. And that's the infamous, you know, CBS sport. That when they only had like uh, basketball or something, they had lost football. And I, I said that to Sean McManus, who was Mr. McManus. The, uh, the president of CBS Sports. He couldn't have been nicer. Just says, you pick a job. You can have it. W w tell me what you want to do at CBS. At CBS Sports. What was the upside, by the way, of referring to it as CBS Sports? I have no idea. Just being cute, I guess. I don't know why. During the interview. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know why I said it. I, I think I said it because I didn't want to leave. But NBC, I always want to work for Dick Ebersol. And, you know, I wasn't afraid to be in the same, you know, department as Bob Costas. You know, Bob did what he did and I was going to do something else. But uh, I wasn't ready for that. 
I don't think. I like I still enjoy doing Sports Center every night. There's something about that's what I love about this job. You know, and, and I remember uh, it was either Brent Musburger or Bob Costas or both who said, I don't know how you do it every day. And I said, I don't know how you don't do it every day. Like there's something about that routine that I've always enjoyed that I know what we're doing. You come in, there's a, a high that you get from doing this. It's three hours and then you're done and then you get ready and reload for the next day. When I worked at NBC and Football Night in America, you know, that was Sunday night. If that was the only thing I had to do, I would have gone stir crazy. Uh, or if I only did the Olympics, to be able to do this every single day, I mean, that's why you do it. Yeah, Paul. I worked at CBS Sports back in the day when you were interviewing back there. We would get to about May and June, and we'd all sit around and look at each other. And I remember my first year, I'm like, what do we do all summer? Because there wasn't a lot of sports at CBS in the summer. When I say not a lot, there was none. So we all would you know, take our vacations and just kind of hang out. It was fantastic. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I just, I, I, have, I have a hard time having idle downtime. They had great and, uh, and say tournament coverage, though. That month, though, to work at CBS Sports yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I did have those opportunities, but I, look, I loved doing SportsCenter because back then it was so much fun. I think when Disney came in, it changed. It certainly became corporate. We weren't that fraternity. And, and there was that feel every night. We were kings of the hill like everybody wanted to be a sports center anchor back then even guys at the network because they're like you guys get to have fun and i remember bob costa said you get to be what i would like to be because you can just have fun i can be goofy he's bob costas you know that's he wakes up with 30 emmys every day i wake up with you guys but i'm lucky Yes, McLovin. Was it always an inevitability that you were going to do the radio show? Like, if you'd gone to CBS Sport, is it? True story. I did. I, I, you know, ESPN management can make you feel really insecure. Like, you were all interchangeable. And I thought, if I am doing SportsCenter, and then I decide I'm, I'm going to do radio, it'll be harder for them to fire me. How, how about that for logic? And I thought, yep, I'm going to outsmart them. I'm going to work. I don't know, four or five hours more and still do Sports Center. Yeah, I'm going to show you guys. It wasn't the brightest logic, but I became more valuable to them. But uh, yeah, it nearly killed me. Yeah, Paul. That schedule, I, I, we could talk about this a hundred times. I started working with you and you would leave the radio show at four o'clock and you didn't have to be on until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And once in a while, I'd have to put paperwork under your door. I would walk up to your office door like I was breaking into a building. I'd be like, don't make any noises. Don't brush against the door. Because if I woke you up, it was over. I brought in my sleeping bag <laughs> and every single day. So I would get to work usually at, I don't know, 11, uh, 1130 or 1030. You know, I had a 10:30 radio meeting. So 1030, I wasn't on until one. And then we did one to four. And then after that, I would take a nap from around 4.15 to 5, start writing SportsCenter. I'd be on at 11 o'clock at night, get done at midnight, drive home, get done, and get home at 1, have three beers, get in bed by 2, and then I would wake up the next day and do the same thing. I did that Monday through Friday and every night after SportsCenter because I had an hour drive to get home. I would leave messages for Paulie, Fritzy too. I would talk up to the vocals on a song. I was just like anything I could think of just to, you know, 
get out and get home. Yeah, Todd. But sometimes you couldn't even nap or write because you needed to pre-tape a Sports oh, Center yeah. interview and run <laughs> from the end of the show to get all dressed up in your Sports Center gear and do interviews oh, that would God. play later on Sports Center. I know. But I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. That's part of part of history in a in a great place. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, phone calls are welcome. We going to stay with the poll question, McLevin. Uh, no. Oh, okay. We have some other options coming up soon. By the way, Paulie went back and looked at the Atlanta Falcons. We had Charles Barkley on first hour. Charles said he lost one hundred thousand dollars, and uh, we went back and looked at the play calling there. It's even more painful. And Falcon fans, I'll give you a heads up. We're going to talk about it coming up here. Uh, Also, top of the hour, Albert Breer is going to join us, NFL insider. He works for uh, the MMQB. And uh, we want to talk to him about what's going on with the Titans, the Patriots. Uh, You know, are the Titans going to be able to play this weekend? And if they don't, you're going to postpone another game. And then, you know, they, they found a bye week that helped with the help of the Ravens here and Steelers. But I don't know. They got Buffalo coming to town. So uh, we'll talk to him coming up. That's at the top of the hour. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We had Charles Barkley on first hour. He admitted he lost $100,000 betting on the Falcons against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Paulie went back and looked at some of the drives there. After going up 28-3, to the Falcons' next drives, they went three plays, minus 15 yards punt, three plays, minus two yards fumble, six plays, 45 yards. They made it to the Patriots' 22-yard line. Ryan got sacked, offensive holding call, and then they had to punt at fourth and 33. If they just take three knees, they just take a knee at the 22-yard line, make the Patriots use a timeout or two, they can kick a field goal, and I believe they go up by 11 with a little less than four minutes to play. That's correct. They could have made the Patriots burn all their timeouts. I think they had two, and they ran the clock. The Patriots came back right after that where they didn't get points at the Patriots 22. Patriots went 10 plays, 91 yards, in only two minutes and 33 seconds Yeah, to tie it up. And once Brady got the ball back, I think everybody realized that the Patriots were going to win, but it, I still go back to that first down on the 22-yard line. Just take a knee. Take a knee. And, and worst-case scenario, you could give it to the running back, but don't pass. You don't need it. 31-20 wins that game. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, speaking of uh, bad quarterbacking situations, uh, Washington's starting quarterback since 1993, Kyle Allen will be the starting quarterback coming up this weekend. You can go back to 1993. Here's the number. I don't know if anybody is close to this. We should check with stats. Maybe the Browns are, but starting quarterback since 1993, Mark Rippon, Kerry Conklin, Rich Gannon, John Fries, Heath Schuler, Gus Farratt, Jeff Hostetler, Trent Green, Brad Johnson, Jeff George, Tony Banks, Shane Matthews, Danny Warfel, Patrick Ramsey, Tim Hasselbeck. Second page, Mark Brunel, Jason Campbell, Todd Collins, Donovan McNabb, Rex Grossman, John Beck, Robert Griffin Jr. III, Kirk D. Cousins, Colt McCoy, Alex Smith, Josh Johnson, Mark Sanchez, Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen. The 30th different starting quarterback since 1993. Yeah. 
There'll probably be a few more added to that. Alex Smith might be able to uh, get a start here. I'm going to guess the Browns are probably close to something like that. I don't know if there's another team. I mean, it's hard to have that many quarterbacks over the span of, what, 17 years? Yes, McLeod, or 30 30 years. We were wondering why 93. I looked up, that was Joe Gibbs, the end of the first Joe Gibbs stint. But didn't he use a bunch of quarterbacks too, even when they were good? Well, he had Jay Schrader, Joe Theismann, and Mark Rippon. I think he's the like only coach to win with different guys like that. Yes, Paulie. The, uh, the the Browns are so bad. In the past 10 years, just in 10 years, Colt McCoy, Jake DeLome, Seneca Wallace, Thad Lewis, Brandon Whedon, Jason Campbell, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, Connor Shaw, Austin Davis, Cody Kessler, Robert Griffin III, Josh McCown, Deshaun Kaiser, Kevin Hogan, Tyrod Taylor, Baker Mayfield. Oh, That's man. in a decade. And, and your quarterback, is Dwayne Haskins hurt? I don't think so. Okay. His feelings. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to guess his feelings are. Can you get put on the injured, or, you know, the IR with hurt feelings? Yes, McLovin. You know, his numbers aren't bad. Yeah. That's a weird thing. They're not good. But a lot of people are pointing out that he's way better than Daniel Jones' numbers so far. So there's may, people are speculating that he doesn't get along with the coach or something. Oh. Speculation. No, no reporting. We don't speculate. We report. I have no report to at this in, <laughs> this moment. Are you going to report on your speculation? <laughs> <laughs> that report was that was pure <laughs> speculation. <laughs> no, no, everybody's actually wondering. Like a lot of people are saying, it's unfair to bench Dwayne Haskins. You're not giving him a chance. Do you have a new poll question? Oh, I have an option. I put it up okay. there, and it's super mean. Oh, Is oh, that allowed? Yeah. Uh, if you were the number one pick in this year's draft, which team of these would you not want to go to? And I just took the bottom of the standings. The Jets, the Washington football team, uh, the Falcons, because they were in the mix, or the Jaguars. And that was another team that came up in a conversation with a source because I said, look, if Atlanta ends up with the number one pick, would Dabo Sweeney be interested in coaching the Falcons? And and that that was there that was more plausible, but highly unlikely, according to person I talked to, because I said you know hey let's end this speculation about the Texans and reuniting with Deshaun Watson, and uh, I was told no that you know Dave, uh, Dabo would not do that, but Atlanta maybe that would be a possibility. Yes, why Atlanta? I don't know. I just thought kind of. He's already down. He's in Clemson, and I, I don't know. It just felt like maybe, but I mean, nobody's going to know anything about this until after the football season. And then we find out where Trevor Lawrence goes. But if, if you said Trevor's going to Atlanta and they fire Dan Quinn and they trade Matt Ryan, would Dabo Sweeney be interested? I don't know. I mean, he already makes a great living and it's pretty stress-free for the most part. You know, he'll, although they got Miami this weekend, that one's spicy. Derek King has played really well. Is that at Miami? Can you check on that? And they have Notre Dame coming up a little bit later on, but you know, you're at go- Clemson. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was good about lasted. Yeah, I don't know what Clemson's favored by. Why not relegate the Falcons to college football to mm. the ACC mm. and bring Clemson up to the NFC? Mm. Okay, problem solved. Well, I I maintain the NFC East needs to be relegated. And then I would just bring in four teams, SEC and ACC. Yeah, McLovin. Can Atlanta lose that many games? The I, don't, I don't know if it's possible. 
I don't know. Cleveland Browns since 1993 have had 35 different quarterbacks. The Bears have had 32. Washington's had 30. Arizona's had 28. And the Rams have had 27. Final hour coming up. An update on the Tennessee Titans and their game with Buffalo. Warmer weather is here. Can your home's AC keep up? Are you worrying about sweltering bedrooms, suffocating home offices, or other annoying hot spots? A single-zone heat pump system from Mitsubishi Electric adds complete comfort control to the rooms where you need it most without having to add new ductwork. All electric, energy efficient, and perfect for all climates. Heat pumps are a great way to keep any space comfy year-round. Learn more about Mitsubishi Electric products at PatriotAir.com. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.